0: Welcome to Awaken and Rise, the podcast. I'm Ashley, a spiritual mindset coach, passionate about all things spirituality, manifestation, energetics, mindset, human design, and so much more. My mission is to guide you to know yourself on a deep soul level, help you to energetically upgrade to manifest your deepest desires, to uplevel your mindset, and to expand your spirituality. Let's jump in. Join me on this journey to awaken and rise. Hello, welcome back to Awaken and Rise, the podcast. I'm so excited that you are here and I hope you're having a good week so far. I am in a very high energy state at the moment, um, which is kind of unlike me to be completely honest. If you know anything about human design, which you know, I love, there are different types, right? There's different energetic types, and I find human design similar to astrology. Um, but I find that astrology per se is a little bit more like personality based. So, you know, for example, like your sun sign is your overall personality, your moon sign represents your emotions, um, your rising sign is like how you present to the world, you know, your mercury is how you communicate, it kind of tells you more personality sort of based traits, whereas in your human design, and I probably make a whole episode just going into human design, um, quite soon, but with human design, it's more about the energy and your overall sort of energetic aura and how to best use your energy in the world, according to the way that you have been designed basically. And there's five different overall sort of energy types. And my type is a manifestor, which is a kind of a kind of the more rare one, it's around eight nine percent of the population. um and our like physical energy is very different to the majority of the world, so like the seventy percent of the world, which does have its challenges and its strengths, of course, but it's all about like learning to work with that and not allowing that to to hold you back, but it's more around like it explains a lot, and for me personally. I haven't always had consistent energy, like my whole life. Even, you know, at school, I would be exhausted after school when I was growing up. Um, When I was working the nine to five, I had no energy for literally anything else because I was just exhausted. I didn't have this consistent energy to like always be doing things. I always thought it was like maybe a health thing or just the fact that I'm a bit introverted and I'm a bit more sensitive. And that's why I was always like energetically drained. I just loved being at home and being in my own little cocoon and bubble. But when I discovered human design, it made so much sense to me that my energy is not actually meant to be consistent. um, And I have really consistent and unpredictable energy. So some days I've heard this quote once and it was like manifestors either have 200% energy or they have 0% energy. There's like no in between. Um, and at the moment I'm feeling like I'm in like a 10,000% energy. Um, which is so funny because when I'm in these States, I'm like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Life is so great. I've got all this, you know, I'm so productive, like all the things. Um, and I feel like I, I think it's going to last forever. And then every single time it doesn't last, and I actually have to go back into a rest cycle where I feel like I have zero energy, and then I'm like, oh, what's wrong with me? Even though I'm a human design practitioner and teacher, like every single time it gets me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, because I'm a manifester. Um, it's very, very funny. But anyway, it's like 6.30 p.m. Usually I've like had dinner, you know, I'm have had a shower in my PJs, ready to wind down. I go to bed at like 8, 8.30 kind of thing. I'm very much like an early sleeper, early riser. And I just got off a call and just got a hit of inspiration to record another episode of the podcast at the time that I would usually be winding down. So let's see how I sleep tonight. <laughs> but But I'm going to ride this energy wave while I've got it and not shame myself when, when it does go away and I do have to go into a rest cycle. Because if you are a manifesto out there, just knowing that embracing the rest cycle, as soon as you embrace it and you feel into it and actually rest, your energy will come back. And knowing that it's not always gonna be forever is a big thing. Anyway, that was a big tangent. If you are interested in human design, I've got lots of resources on my Instagram page, which is awaken underscore and underscore rise. I do open up a couple of human design readings at the start of every month. So if you are interested, um, there's a link in my bio that you can see if there's any availability left. I think I'm sold out for March. I will be opening up April appointments very soon. If not, by the time you're listening to this, there might already be some sessions available, but today's episode is not about human design. It's actually about the masculine and feminine energy. And my experience going through what I like to call a pendulum swing. So, I first learned about masculine and feminine energy like literally years ago, and intellectually I understood it, but I feel like I didn't fully embody it until the past couple of years. And when I say masculine and feminine energy, I want to put a disclaimer, if you've never heard of this term before, it's not anything to do with whether you're a male or a female or whatever you identify as it's got nothing to do with that. It's about energy. It is my belief that we are all energy beings in physical, physical vessels, and we have two energies that we are made up of, and that is the masculine energy and also the feminine energy. And, you know, there's cultures all around the world, like I think it's, um, Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it's like French. When I was learning French in high school, we were learning around like how objects are either masculine or feminine. And at the time I was like, this makes no sense. How is a chair, you know, feminine and a window is masculine. For example, I actually forget. I don't remember the French language, unfortunately, but I believe the essence of it was the energy behind those objects. It's like the spirit of an object. Even when you, you know, speak to The plant medicine space, if you're, if you're familiar with any of those, it's like, they say that like cannabis, for example, is quite a feminine plant and like ayahuasca is, you know, they call it the grandmother. It's, it's a feminine, a feminine energy, a feminine plant. Whereas, you know, the peyote cactus is more of a, they call it the grandfather. It's the masculine sort of energy. So we all have both of these energies within us. It's not saying that if you identify as a female, that you have to be a hundred percent in your feminine energy. And, you know, if you're a, if you're a male, you have to identify with a hundred percent masculine and not have any feminine. That's not the vibe. It's actually integrating both and swapping between both for different aspects of your life. So for me, the masculine allows you to like get things done. It's all about like routine, it's structure. It's this more like extroverted sort of energy. It's very like get things done and being quite intellectual and analytical about it, kind of more, more in the head per se. So it's about like trying to understand things from like a analytical sort of point of view. And then feminine for me is around feeling and being in the body and being in touch with emotions and expressing yourself through movement and expression and intuition. It's like softer. It's more nurturing. It's like the essence sort of thing. And for many years, I was very much in my masculine energy. And I feel like this is a very common thing in, I guess, today's society, but also the way that I personally had been raised from just a very masculine sort of belief system and work ethic. And the way that I would think about things was very much not emotional. And it was very much like matter of fact, intellectual, you know, I was very much in in the head, in the brain, that sort of thing, which is perfect. Like I'm not saying that that's wrong or bad. That's just my experience. But I find that that is majority of the society. That's kind of the society that we have been raised in is all about like achievement and power and success and, you know, working hard and grinding and hustling and doing all these things, which is very much, you know, it, it feels that masculine sort of energy. Again, it's nothing about, you know, trying to compete with men or, you know, stepping into like a male energy. It's it's just the structure of it, the, the masculine there. Whereas I identify as a female. So I do, I mean, we all do, but I definitely have the strength of the feminine energy within me as well, but I wasn't allowing myself to fully go into that. And when I would, it would be this like outburst of emotion because I wouldn't know how to get in touch with that on the day-to-day basis because we weren't taught this. Like we don't get taught this in school. We probably don't get taught this from our parents or teachers or anything. So it makes sense, right? That majority of us are hyper in this super-masculine culture. Anyway, I found that when I did spiritually awaken and I kept hearing these terms of like masculine and feminine, I was like, what is this? And how do I know which one I am through certain coaches and healers and just like things that I consumed like podcasts or books, I realized that I was very much in this masculine state and I didn't even know how to get in touch with my feminine. So every time I tried or I was aware of it, my default was to go straight back into the masculine because that was what I knew that's what was safe which I don't regret because it, it got me to exactly where I am today and I'm not saying that was bad or wrong but it was just interesting how that showed up and when I teach this to clients majority of them say that they too are somewhat stuck in the masculine and find themselves reverting back to that that's what we've been taught our whole lives but like everything we need a balance you know, for example, like with a diet, if you're like, if you're too strict on a diet and don't allow yourself the balance, that can be quite detrimental. Or if you have no structure at all and you're just eating like junk food all the time just because you feel like it, that can also be a detrimental thing, right? So it's actually about balance and integrating both, both sides of it. So I would say the start of last year, I was very much in my masculine, especially in business. And I'm going to be speaking a little bit about business in this episode, just because this is kind of where my lessons were, but it's still going to relate to you even if you don't have a business. This is just my experience. So it kind of reminds me of like the very first episode of my podcast when I was speaking around how I was manifesting houses. And it was the very first house, if you have listened to the episode, but I was very much like trying to control how I was going to get this house. I was trying to micromanage the universe. I was checking a website every single day. I was researching and I was planning and I was doing all these things that wasn't working. And it wasn't until I actually surrendered and let go that the very next day I got a, I got a house offer. And that kind of explains the masculine and feminine to me. So it was a place in both. You know, if we were 100% in our feminine, like nothing would get done and we do need to get things done. But we also can't be fully in our masculine either, especially as females. Or maybe there's even seasons where you fully go into the masculine for a bit and then you go into the feminine for a bit. But overall, it's about getting a balance of both, right? So at the beginning of last year, I was in this very masculine mode. I just launched a few offerings in my business. I think I launched coaching for the first time. I've been someone that has had a job since I was like 13, 14. I've worked my whole life. I had three jobs. I worked the nine to five. I was studying, I was doing all the things. I was very busy, busy, busy. And you know, it's just funny, like in hindsight, of course, I burnt out. Of course, I got all these health issues because one, it goes against my energetic. I was pushing myself, you know, as a manifesto, like I said at the start, I was pushing myself to do things even when I didn't have the energy for it because I was just ignoring my lack of energy and just trying to push through and being that super masculine, like go, go, go. And that's very much ingrained into me, this, this really strong work ethic. You know, my family's like that and you know to go deep it's like the way that i received love when i was younger as well love praise admiration all the things so when i started doing new offerings in my business i hired a business coach and i went hardcore but i basically had no life outside of that because i was just exhausted and i burnt out because i allowed you know, no rest, no, none of that feminine energy came in. I was just hyper in that masculine, like go, go, go state. That feels quite comfortable for me to be honest, because that's, you know, the way that I've lived my whole life. However, it wasn't sustainable. And this is kind of where the pendulum swing comes in. So I obviously experienced that hyper-masculine state. It worked for me well, but it wasn't sustainable. It helped me to grow my business to the biggest that it's ever been. I had all of these amazing, beautiful aligned clients. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. It was actually a really good thing for me at the time. However, I wasn't prioritizing the feminine because I was just so in the masculine. So I really knew the extreme of that masculine sort of energy. And then this is where the pendulum comes in. So when you think of a pendulum, visualize with me here, but you're pulling a pendulum in one direction. So for example, you're pulling it all the way into the masculine and then you let go and it's going to swing The complete opposite way. It's not going to go into the middle. It's going to swing the complete opposite way. And that's what I did. So, there needs to be some sort of feminine energy coming into my life. I really need to focus and prioritize my feminine energy. So, I started creating more space and opening up my schedule and connecting with nature and exploring my feelings and prioritizing seeing friends and just doing nothing really. I would make sure that I had enough sleep, overslept sometimes. I was really taking care of my human, but the pendulum was very much swung into the feminine. And it's almost like over time, I actually dropped the masculine altogether and I was fully in the feminine. And the feminine, again, is all about emotions and feeling and, you know, that softer sort of energy, which at the time was really nourishing and nurturing and can be for a short period of time. However, for me personally, I stayed there too long. Just like I stayed in the masculine for too long where I burnt out, I fully pendulum swung over to the other side. And that was now very, very much basically only in the feminine. And I'm somebody that is very in touch with my emotions. I have no shame expressing emotions. I have no problem feeling emotions. I'm a very, I guess, emotionally open person and can communicate what I'm feeling quite well. However, I found that I was really stuck in my emotions whilst being in this like hyper feminine state to the point where I wasn't motivated in my business. I wasn't really motivated to like bring new clients in. And I'm very lucky that I'm not somebody that struggles with mental health issues, but I feel like in that state, I did fall into somewhat of a depression. Nothing was really inspiring me. Nothing was really lighting me up. I was just in my emotions. I was just feeling everything and basically not really getting a lot done. I didn't know how to get myself out of this funk. I felt like I was kind of trapped in it. And at the time, I obviously didn't identify this whole pendulum swing thing. This came like to me very recently. But now looking back, I can see that I had gone from the full masculine go, 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 motivated, confident, all the things straight over to the feminine with with no integration of the masculine. And that's when again, that was to my detriment. And I actually think that happened for a reason because I can fully, just like the whole mental health thing, I've never fully understood or empathized with somebody that had had mental health issues, especially depression, because I didn't understand it myself because i had never gone through it. I could, you know, feel for them and hold space for them, but I never fully understood. Whereas when I went into that feminine state, I really, for a couple of weeks, I could kind of understand what everyone had been talking about this whole time. And that's not to say that if you go into your feminine energy, you're going to get depressed, but I feel like for me, I had to go through that to understand. And I had to go through that whole pendulum swing to the, to the feminine to fully understand what it felt like to be completely in my feminine energy. Because until that moment, it was all just an intellectual sort of concept to me. You know, I knew exactly what the masculine traits were and I knew what the feminine traits were, but I hadn't fully embodied both of them. So that was a lesson for me to really understand the masculine and feminine energetics. So now, when a client comes to me and we work on masculine and feminine energy, I understand it. I fully get it. I'm fully integrated in it. And I can help someone with that. And now this year, I really, now that I know both sides, both polarities, both both extremes of both sides, I can really integrate a balance between them both. So I know it's not super, I know it's not healthy to be super, super masculine. And I know it's not healthy to be super, super feminine. It's about bringing the balance in, right? So for me personally, this looks like I love having structure within my weeks. I love having everything planned out. I love setting my appointments, you know, a week before. I love having all of my yoga classes or gym classes like set out already scheduled for me. I love sticking to a routine and a schedule. I just thrive with that personally. And if you want to go into it, I've got a Virgo moon, which is Virgo's love, like that structure sort of routine. And I have a lot of Virgo in my chart. So that makes sense to me. I thrive in that. So that's the masculine for me. But then I also schedule times where I'm in the feminine. So whether that's days off to completely just do whatever I feel drawn to, whether it's going to therapy, being in that feminine to express my feelings, you know, reading fiction, it's like just reading to experience feelings and emotions and a story rather than I've always been someone that loves, you know, nonfiction books. I love learning. I love being productive. I used to purely only read nonfiction because I just thought fiction was a waste of time when you could be reading nonfiction and learning stuff, right? That's so masculine. And again, it's not putting judgment or a negative connotation towards that at all, because I still read nonfiction. However, the intention behind it, I believe, wasn't super healthy. Whereas I've now started reading fiction and I'm obsessed with it. I love carving out time in my day to actually just do that because it takes me to another world. It helps me to wind down. I actually can't go to sleep now without reading a fiction book. I follow how I'm feeling emotionally and I hold space for that. I allow myself to be creative, whether it's like, you know, through this podcast episode, I feel like this is somewhat feminine, but then, you know, me editing it and promoing it and uploading it to the podcast website and all that stuff. That's kind of the masculine coming in, but just the stream of consciousness. Like I don't have notes for any of these podcasts. I just kind of come on and I have a general topic, but I just flow. And I believe that's, you know, the feminine energy coming through. So allowing a balance of both, I keep... Saying this, but allowing a balance of both is going to be really helpful. And maybe you know, you can identify with being in that hyper masculine state, or maybe you can identify with being in that super, super feminine soft state. And both are perfect, but if you're finding that you're too much in one and it's hindering you in any way, or you're feeling drawn to you know, bring some of the opposite in, then I encourage you to do so. I has got a vision of the yin yang symbol, and it's like half is black, half is white. But then there's a dot of each in it. And to me, that's like balancing the masculine and feminine energies. But for me personally, I couldn't relate to either until I had pendulum swung into both. And that was a big lesson for me. So that kind of ends my masculine feminine ramble. Again, it was super intuitive and super feminine. So you probably didn't have a lot of structure to it, but that is perfect in itself. I would love for you to reach out if you relate to anything that I said. Are you finding yourself to be super in the masculine or super into the feminine? Have you experienced this pendulum shift yourself? Let me know. DM me on Instagram. I would love to chat to you. And while you're at it, I would love a five-star rating on other Spotify or Apple podcasts. I'm almost at enough ratings for it to actually show up publicly. So I would so, so, so appreciate a rating to help this podcast grow. Because as I said, I have so much energy at the moment, especially for this podcast. I just love recording. I love creating. I love the whole process of it. And so I would love your support in helping me grow and expand the podcast. Other than that, I hope you have a beautiful week and I will see you next episode.